Hello and welcome to another episode of the EMG Health Podcast. My name is Sam Boyassi and I'm joined today by one of our content and editorial assistants, Isabel. Hi, Isabel. Hi, Sam. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Uh, really looking forward to spotlighting our article, Agility to Stay Relevant. Mm. Corporate agility is a topic we've been hearing about a lot recently, so it was really exciting to delve into it in this issue. Absolutely. And that's why I was looking forward to having you on this podcast, because you actually wrote that article for us in the most recent issue of Gold. Uh, but yeah, corporate agility, it's a well-known term. Uh, and the first thing that comes to mind is the flexibility and adaptability of a business. When we look at how fast industries can evolve, I mean, just look at the rapid change in how we consume music over the years it's just so easy to see why agility has become a buzzword in the corporate world but really what I wanted to understand is what about pharma does it apply the same way to them as well because it's not as if the way that people want to consume their product has changed no it hasn't but the world that their end users are living in has changed you still have to physically ingest a medication but it's how you find out about that medication and perhaps what resources a pharma company provides alongside it that should be evolving Mm, so, you, so your understanding is that agility in pharma is largely to do with access and delivering a full package of care. Yeah, exactly. So when I was researching this article, I attended the Eye for Pharma Marketing and Innovation Conference. And mm. here I had a chance to attend several talks that discussed agility. And there was one in particular that really stood out for me. Um, this was by Stacey Beryl Kutcher. She was Senior Digital Marketing Manager and Brand Lead at Ferring. And I pick her talk out in particular as her department marketed a new generation of their bedwetting drug, Minarin, with a digital campaign, no sales force at all. That's quite unique, isn't it? Yeah, really, really unique. And the decision to do this came from two observations. So the first was that doctors were not taking bedwetting seriously as a medical condition. Mm. And two, that there was a distinct lack of resources for parents and children dealing with this condition. Technically, you know, Ferring had done their job. They developed a drug, a, a good new version of the drug, but they realized that they needed to do more if they wanted it to flourish and have true value in the modern sort of arena and landscape. But how, how then did the digital campaign enable this to happen? So sort of two key ways. Firstly, um, a really important element of the campaign was a downloadable branded checklist mm. that parents could take into GPs, which enabled them to illustrate the sort of the regularity and the seriousness of their child's condition. This not only helped raise awareness of Ferring's new drug, Minarin, but also it helped combat doctors' unwillingness to take the condition seriously. So what was something that was happening was parents were going in and they were being told to go away, come back in a few years when the child was a little bit older. But with this checklist, they could sort of prove that they tried all these other avenues or that medication was now appropriate. Um, the second way that this campaign was really impactful was an app. So they created an app for young patients, which helped reduce shame around the condition and encourage a dialogue around it. This was a really smart move to do it as an app. That's a very clever digital way to handle this as a child is going to be instantly more engaged with the platform they're used to engaging with recreationally. That's really interesting. And I think actually it's very accurate to, to frame agility as just thinking creatively of approaching a process in a different way, really, to read better results than you've had before. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that is all that agility is about in pharma, all it needs to be about. Um, it's about provoking a mindset shift, taking a really entrenched industry and its processes and just tipping it on its head and looking at things a little bit differently. So something I kind of noted myself when we were at IFA Pharma together was just how tough it can be for pioneers of agility to convince colleagues that these are ideas that are worthwhile. I actually went to a panel that discussed new attitudes to digital transformation and much of this discussion centered around the importance of storytelling that 
change in the right way, sort of. Yeah. Um, and there was a comment I particularly liked, and one I think was included in your article, actually, from Erasmus Holm, uh, who is the CMO and Digital Transformation Lead, uh, Nordics and Baltics at MSD. And it's about how it's simply not enough to just say, let's be agile, do blockchain, 5G, etc. Transformation needs to be explained in a language yeah. that is accessible to absolutely everyone. And it, it doesn't just sound like one of those business corporate buzzwords. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's so true. You've got to make it accessible. You've got to make it understandable. You've got to make it digestible. And what Ferring did was with one specific drug, one specific team, you know, it's a very concentrated, small fry example. But if a pharma company wants to ignite company-wide far-reaching agility, they have to figure out a way of selling and communicating its necessity en masse because mm. transformation of this kind, it doesn't come cheaply. It doesn't come easily. There's a lot of funding and new infrastructure that is involved. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's, it's not something that you can just achieve instantly, is it? No, 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 <laughs> definitely not. Awesome. But before before we end, I'd like to raise one example of a company that is striving to storytell their way to change. And that is Leo Pharma. And that same panel, uh, we heard uh, from Christian Scheurer, who is the Vice President of Global Strategy and Commercial Excellence, who told the room about how they had commissioned short films that uh, deconstructed their idea to develop a personalized algorithm type service to advertise to HCPs. Um, and these very clearly illustrated what changes needed to happen and what benefits these changes would deliver in a creative and appealing way. So th that was really, really interesting for me. Yeah, that's exactly the kind of thing that is really productive and really pharma companies should be doing. It sounds straightforward, but this is a new avenue. But storytelling in this way could lead to really impactful agility if it becomes widespread. So fascinating. But thank you again for writing, first of all, that excellent article, Isabel, and for secondly joining me on this podcast no uh, and taking the time to talk about this. Very interesting discussion. Um, but join us again next week uh, where we'll be talking about more things related to pharma. And if you are interested in reading this article that Isabel wrote, please do go on our website which is www.emg-gold.com and give it a read and let us know what you think thanks for listening and see you again next week <laughs>